good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great tasting, all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Tuesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. How many times has this happened to you? You're at work, sitting at your desk, or working graveyard, in the graveyard. <laughs> Working graveyard in the graveyard would be a really weird job. Yeah. <laughs> or you're collecting carts at the grocery store. Whatever you do for work, you're halfway through your shift and then you start to get a little bit tuckered out, a little tired, ready for a nap, you know? It happens a lot. <laughs> so you go and you grab that inflatable doll that you bought Wait, so you can what? prop it up at your workstation <laughs> or wherever you work so it looks like you're there working, but it's not you at all. And you take a nap for about 30 minutes and you get back to wherever your workstation is and the paramedics are there and they're trying to revive this doll and it's a really big debacle and then you have to explain to everybody you went to take a nap and you bought a doll for that and why does she look surprised? They always look surprised. Where are we going? (laughs) They do always have a surprised look on their face. Is that what? Okay. How many times do you get tired on the job? Probably every day. Every yeah. day. Well, there's a new trend that might start happening at offices all over the country based on some new research that came out that said napping at work is actually better for productivity. Companies are jumping on board, too, allowing their employees to nap on the job now. I am here for what? this. What? Yeah. I am here for this. Ben & Jerry's, Nike, and Google have seen this research, and they've already started letting people nap on the job. Yeah. Research shows your productivity actually goes up if you nap during the day, so companies all over the country are thinking about adding nap time to your workday. Have you guys ever napped on the job? I used to do it all the time at this marketing company I work for. It's the only office job I ever had, and I hated it. Also, I am not office material. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna guess. Yeah. I mean, I do a radio show and it's a big corporation that we work for and I don't really have to be that professional and I even have problems in this company where they're like, this guy is like extra not professional. Can he be a little bit professional? So it was super hard for me to work that job, but I would go to the bathroom and take naps a couple times a day. 
The bathroom? Yeah, I wasn't very good at my job. And also, yeah, I would go to the bathroom and just sit on the toilet and take a nap. I did that too. What? I used to work in retail, so (laughs) I would just sneak off to the bathroom too and sit on the toilet, but not like actually on the toilet and like rest my head on my hands and I would just sleep there. Or I would lock myself in one of the dressing rooms and just lay on the pile of clothes because it was like a bed. Okay. Wow. <laughs> now I know when I buy clothes. I don't, <laughs> I, know. I don't know that everybody does that, yeah. but I did that. The weird thing is I nap naked, so oh. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but you? I would go to the bathroom and take a nap, yeah. And then I would come back and it was obvious that I had been sleeping. <laughs> you got marks all over yeah. people's face. My eyes are all red. <laughs> New research shows that it's actually better for employees to take naps on the job and some companies are actually thinking about doing it. Victoria, this is your first job, I guess, huh? No. Well, I mean, your first big girl job. Real yes. job. <laughs> yes. Have you napped here yet? I haven't napped here, but one of the other jobs I had in college, I thought I was signing up to be like a production assistant for like video stuff, but it turns out it was like a warehouse production assistant and I needed the job, so I took it when they told me. <laughs> And I used to go hide back in like where all the big boxes were and just make myself a little a little cubby. Yeah. Text in four one oh six one. Where do you nap on the job? A lot of people nap on the job and they have their little places that they go hide. Producer Brad, do you ever nap on the job? Oh, I have napped a million times on the job. I used to refuel airplanes because uh, yeah. I'm a pilot. That's a, like and, a dangerous job to nap on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would go into some of their briefing rooms and then close the door and shut the lights and just take a little nappy do. This wow. is one of those studies though that makes way too much sense for it actually to catch on in America. Other countries don't have... Right. They don't work... Monday through Friday, eight hours a day. They work three to four days a week and kind of on your own schedule. Right. And they're more productive than America right now. <laughs> and for some reason, we will never adopt these things in this country. I don't get it. But I- We have all the research that says, even the napping thing, right? Google, Nike, and Ben and & Jerry's have done it, but there's so many companies out there that are like, no way. Yeah. The research says we'll be more productive, sir. Also happier. Our brains actually grow, it says, when we nap. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that these companies will be like, no, no way. Uh-uh. I don't believe it for a second. I just wonder, though, if somebody starts telling us it's nap time, if we're going to be like, um, I'm not ready to take a nap. Because there's almost something kind of exciting about the idea that you're going to sneak off to take a nap when you're yeah. not supposed to. <laughs> you know? like, And you're hiding. And so it kind of makes American. the nap yeah. even more, you know, yeah, fun. Also, <laughs> so, a lot of bosses feel like they're babysitting anyway. That'd be awesome if your boss was like, all right, time for a nap. But I don't want a nap. I want to finish my Excel spreadsheet. I don't want it now. <laughs> the m- most awkward nap I ever had on the job was back when I was first starting in radio. I used to drink all the time and go into work oh hungover. And I was super tired and I fell asleep on the air. Nice. Oh, nice. Right? What? Yeah, I fell asleep on the air. And nobody noticed it because they were all talking. They were talking about, but they were, they were talking about American Idol, right? What? And I was dozing off and then I fell asleep, fell asleep. But then when I came to, when I woke up in the middle of the conversation, I wanted to join in the conversation. <laughs> they weren't even talking about it, American Idol anymore. <laughs> and I woke up and I don't know what. All I said was this. They were talking about whatever, and I went, fat boy. (laughs) And everybody stopped, and they were like, what? And I was like, uh, who are you guys talking about American Idol? (laughs) And they were like, no. And I was like, I just have to be honest. I fell asleep. I'm sorry. I'm What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything 
that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. It's time for another exciting round of What? You versus Victoria, where you get to go head-to-head with our very own Victoria Ramirez and compete for the title of Trivia Champion of the Universe. Will one of our listeners be able to outwit Victoria today? No. Or will Victoria be victorious? No, I see what you did there. And finally be able to buy that Barbie dream house she's always wanted. <laughs> Doubt it's it. more like a Joe Bro dream house, but it's, like, it's a work in progress. It comes well, with all three Joe Bros. <laughs> and their ex-wives. You never know what's going to happen right. when it's you versus Victoria. So let's meet today's contestant. Originally from Sausage Town, Kentucky, as a child, she grew up on the premier sausage farm in the country. Ooh, knows a lot about sausage. She likes to hike, oh. and she just published her first novel called The Sausage Farmer's Daughter. <laughs> Let's give it up for Miranda. Miranda, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Well, it's an honor to speak to a sausage farmer's daughter and the heir to the most premier sausage farm in all the country. I mean, it's sausage royalty, really. (laughs) Uh, How are you feeling about going versus Victoria today? You think you can beat her? I hope so. I'm going to try. That's a nice answer. We're going to send Victoria out of the studio. Oh, I forgot. I have to leave. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of killing time because I'm like, what is Victoria doing right now? She's like playing with the cord on her. Yeah. yeah. What's right. funny about this game is Victoria wins nothing. She's just in your way. So let's go. <laughs> yep. Victoria is closing the door. She was saying something on her way out. I have no idea Nobody what it was. Knows. But... Okay. The game is played like this. You got 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, just say pass and you have to beat Victoria outright to win. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Miranda, your time starts now. In the comic book company DC, what does the DC stand for? Oh my God. On every continent, there's a city named what? Oh God. Um, Which name are the Sandwich Islands better known as? Sandwich Islands? Uh, Cayman? Area 51 is located in which U.S. state? Nevada. Which American president uh, appears on a $1 bill? You can finish. You can still you can still get that answer in, Miranda. Washington. Okay, we're going to bring Victoria back into the studio. Good job, Miranda. Yeah. Tough start, but I think you finished off strong. Yeah. She never pays attention. <laughs> Bro, yeah, Victoria's she never pays attention. I was just looking. <laughs> Don't look everywhere <laughs> except for through that window next time. You know what? Brad can be this mean, guys. He really can. <laughs> Every time we play this game, Miranda, and anybody listening to it right now, we send Victoria out of the studio, and there's a sliver of a window that she has to look through, <laughs> and she looks through it, it until the exact moment that we need her to come in, it's and then she <laughs> starts looking at something else. I saw something flying. <laughs> cool. Let's all go outside and look at it right now. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. That. All right, Miranda, before we have Victoria try to answer her questions, what is something that we actually should know about you? I don't know if you really are a sausage farmer's daughter, but <laughs> what's something that you would like the world to know about you, Miranda? Um, I work at a floral department in Safeway doing the flowers. Oh, I oh, love that. Fun. That's a dope job. I was reading this blog on rare flowers the other day for way too long. <laughs> we believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Victoria, are you ready? Yes. All right. You got 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, just say pass. Oh, our time. Victoria, your time starts now. In the comic book company DC, what does the DC stand for? Uh, pass. On every continent, there's a city named what? Texas. 
<laughs> Which name are the Sandwich Islands better known as? The, Ham and cheese. Area 51 <laughs> is located in which U.S. state? New Mexico. Which American president appears on a $1 bill? Oh, ah, uh, ah, uh, oh, Washington. <laughs> what geometric shape is generally used for stop signs? You can still- octagon. <laughs> I don't like this. Speaking of the octagon, that was... A death match of trivia right there. Okay, let's go to Ham and Miranda, Cheese you didn't realize you stepped into the octagon with someone who came up with the yeah, Ham and Cheese Island. Oh, wait, is it Hexagon? No, it's not. We'll find out in just a second, Victoria. Let me go over the answers. Producer Brad has a score. The Sausage Princess got two correct. Congratulations. That's yes. very good. These were very hard. And Victoria got two correct as well. Oh. Was it the ham and cheese one? No, it was not, Victoria. And because we need Miranda as a hookup for our next To Catch a Cheater, War of the Roses, <laughs> I think you should win anyway. So congratulations, <laughs> Wait, Miranda. Yes! You were able to beat Victoria what? today. Congrats. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. I- <laughs> This music, though. Don't know how Victoria <laughs> lost that battle. I'm, wow, Victoria, you really do suck. Yeah, it hurts wow. a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I had hope in that one. <laughs> All right, let's go over the answers. In the sure. comic book company DC, DC stands for Detective Comics. Ah, oh, dang. On every continent, there's a city named Rome. Oh, that's the, close. The Sandwich mm-hmm. Islands are better known as Hawaii. Area 51 is located in Nevada. Wait, what? <laughs> what did you say? I said New Mexico. Oh. That's part of us where Roswell is. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching that right now, too, actually, by the way. That's good. Um, George Washington is on the dollar bill, and the stop signs are an octagon. That's what I said. Yeah, you yeah, got it correct. You got two correct. I got three right. No, you no, didn't. didn't. No, what? I didn't. <laughs> you have the city of Texas yeah. in every continent? Come you on. even got a wrong answer to how many you got right. Think about that. Texas is also a state, though, not a city. (laughs) Miranda, congratulations. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. And tune in next time for another exciting round of You versus Victoria. Ham and cheese for everybody. (laughs) If you have this one thing, it might cost you all of your friends. It's the Jubal Show. And there's a new trend that's costing people their friends at an alarming rate, which makes sense because my invisible friend, Paul Churro, the Churro King of Milwaukee, hasn't (laughs) talked to me in months. Lame. Dang, man, that Churro guy must be real busy. (laughs) I thought it might be because we got into a heated debate where I told him that if fried doughs were the government, the waffle would be the president, elephant ears would be the VP, and churros would be the press secretary who's about to get fired to distract the media from the fact that the president, Mr. Waffle, just got busted for letting someone other than his wife, the first waffle, butter him up. You know what I mean? Waffles aren't fried, though. (laughs) (laughs) I know, and the only thing I got out of it was waffles aren't fried dough. (laughs) Waffles aren't fried dough? No. What are waffles, then? You put them in in a waffle maker. Google it. They aren't? Okay, I'm confused because when I was thinking of the intro for this segment, uh-huh. Mr. Paul Churro and the waffle thing, and by the way, that was a really good breakdown of the U.S. government cycle, if you really... <laughs> I mean, that, you know, but anyway, I googled what a waffle is, and according to Wikipedia, it said it was fried dough. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. They are. They're just not deep fried, which might be what you're thinking of. Interesting. Because that thing that you're putting them on is basically a pair of skillets squeezing them, and they're frying them. So is pancakes fried dough, too? Anyway, yeah, this is I think not so. I think pancakes are fried dough as well. <laughs> anyway. Really, is blowing my mind. See, see what I mean? That's why I lost my invisible friend, Paul Churro. <laughs> yeah, man. You get heated debates about fried dough. Uh-uh. Anyway, what is the one thing that you can have that might make your friends drop you? What? Money. Apparently, uh, what? <laughs> there's a new trend of people dropping their friends 
because their friends have money. Don't you want friends <laughs> that have money, though? Because then they bring you along on stuff and pay for stuff and, you know, you boats and planes and you I've know, been all trying to things. convince Jubal to buy me a plane for years. <laughs> <laughs> Over it never eight, works. 80% of people that they just polled said that if they have rich friends, they started dropping them because they have to try to keep up with their rich friends, right? Mm. Uh. So, yes, Nina, to your point, yeah, absolutely. You want rich friends because they do cool things and they have boats and things like that. But they but pay for you. They should pay for you. <laughs> but I think sometimes they don't. So a lot of people find themselves going to expensive restaurants yeah, and then end up going in debt because they have rich mm. friends. So they've started to drop their friends who have more money than they do. I don't know if that's smart. Yeah, well, cool. you know what I'm thinking of it as, Nina? It's like if you're trying to quit smoking, you stop hanging out with smokers. If you're trying to stop spending money, you stop uh, hanging out with people who spend money. Is that the vibe? I just think that there's a level of pride here. If you're not going to yeah. tell your friends that you can't afford the dinner, then that's on you because if you're like, I'm sorry, I can't afford the dinner. Dinner, yeah. Chances are your friends will be like, don't worry about it. Yes. I got you. And don't you want to surround yourself with people that help push you to the next level? Right. 100%. And it is a pride thing. People won't say, I want to go to that restaurant with you, but it's super expensive. Right. They won't say that. They'll go along with you. And then you'll split the bill with them or they'll pay for themselves. And then before you know it, you're in debt because you want to hang out with your friends. I'm yeah. surprisingly conflicted by this story. Really? Why, producer Brad? I'm the person that does <laughs> the other thing. Like somebody wants to hang out. I'm like, yeah, let's go hang out. And that's like a pride thing. It's an ego thing, right? Yeah. And then I suffer all the consequences. But I think I'm like the person who would be like, hey, sorry, I can't afford it. But that's really hard to say out loud. You, you can know? always I don't just say know. that you don't want to hang out. Yeah, but then I feel like a jerk. <laughs> so I say it like that, Victoria. You can put some extras on it and make it a little nicer. <laughs> I don't want to hang out. No. Which is why rich people are losing their friends at an alarming rate. No, it's like a lot of my friends here, they do make a lot more than me. But they don't go to like that crazy expensive restaurants. But when they do, I'll either say yes, and I mean, I save my money semi-well to where I can't afford it. Or I'll just get like an appetizer something small. Uh-huh. But at the same time, it's like... If if I can't afford it and it's too expensive, I'll just be like, oh, like, it's okay. Like, y'all go. Like, I have a lot of work to do anyways. You're <laughs> <laughs> playing on work. Okay. <laughs> That's safe. <laughs> Victoria, do you think if you told your friends, hey, you're rich and <laughs> I can't go to that restaurant right now because I'm not as rich as you, do you think that they would go, I'll take care of it? I or would they, they make you pay for it still? I think they would. And so I'd feel bad. I'd just be like, no, no, no. Like, it's literally like not that big of a deal. Like, I don't care that much to go. <laughs> See, you're a nice person. Some people wouldn't do that. Some people oh. would take advantage of their friends like that. You Absolutely. Know? They definitely do. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm the one that's taking advantage of my friends. I'm saying I've been taking Nina's advantage like, Absolutely. of Absolutely. I've gone broke. I've for a lot of meals. <laughs> I have. I've gone broke taking care of my friends. So The most common things that well-off friends cause people to overspend on are meals, drinks at bars, vacations, elaborate celebrations like birthdays and things like that, clothes, and spa treatments are a couple of the other ones. Yeah. See, all those things are so nice and you want to be able to afford them but then Nina's right because like you want to surround yourself with people who are successful enough to do that but I feel like in modern times they're not successful at the thing you even want to be successful at they just randomly got a job that pays them $200,000 a year maybe they're not even that successful maybe they just tripped and fell into a gig it's so conflicting I'm actually conflicted talking about a new trend of people dropping their friends who make a lot of money because they just can't keep up I don't know if you should drop them as a friend though oh no you should shouldn't. I mean, no, absolutely not. I just don't understand the benefit of dropping your rich friends. And I don't want to say rich, <laughs> but people that are a little bit more well off. Right. Yeah. In the moment. Because, you know, it ebbs and flows. One day, you're going to be the one that has more money, Victoria. And one day, you're <laughs> going to be the one that buys us all expensive steaks. Yeah. Just not right now. <laughs> yeah. Whenever, whenever you make that money, Victoria, 
believe me, I will take full advantage. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's okay. Every time Jubal leaves this office and goes, hey, does anyone want a coffee? I'd be like, hey, yeah, I would love one. I would <laughs> yeah, <it does. laughs> yeah. How come you could do it with Jubal but not your friends? Yeah. That's a good point. Well, she, <laughs> she earned it. Yeah. I guess that's it. She's like, I have to work with this fool. <laughs> you better give me a coffee. How much I had to do yesterday because you couldn't be on schedule. <laughs> if a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.